Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Had a whole bunch of people send me a story out of New Jersey involving trees being cut down on someone else's property. And a lot of people forget that if you own a piece of property and there's a tree on it, you own that tree. So if someone cuts down your tree, they're damaging your property. And so many states have laws regarding what you can and cannot do with someone else's property without their permission. Michigan's got a law specifically on point regarding chopping down someone else's trees and how you can make them pay if they do that. But the story here is a man had 32 of his neighbor's trees cut down. Now he could face a huge fine. Grace Reed wrote this for uh, NorthJersey.com. A homeowner has been fined for having 32 trees cut down from his neighbor's property in New Jersey without a permit. It's a violation. It could cost him at least $32,000. And of course, the lack of a permit is one thing. Chopping down the trees is another. And so this whole story has gone viral on social media. And I know some people are going, wait, Steve, I'm a little confused here. Well, remember, if you do something wrong, if it's a crime or a ordinance violation or whatever you want to call it, if it's a civil infraction, if it's a municipal, whatever, if you break the law, that's one way you get in trouble. If you harm somebody, they can sometimes come after you civilly. So again, there's a civil component and a criminal component. So the borough forester in the town in New Jersey, which is located about 30 miles west of New York City, confirmed via an email that he had issued the fines. Now, the property owner who ordered the work done could face penalties of up to $1,000 per tree, the forester said. Now, the forester declined to comment on a Twitter thread posted Monday that suggested the cost of undoing the damage could be even much greater. The thread is by an account holder who says that he is a friend of the foresters. And there it said an estimate for replanting the trees totaled up to $1.5 million, and that additional penalties could reach $400,000 because the borough is also fining the contractors hired by the man to do the tree cutting. And so keep in mind that there are several different ways to measure damages. And so if you chop down my tree and someone goes, well, that tree could be sold for its lumber and you'd get 100 bucks for it. Are your damages just $100? Well, not if you weren't planning on selling that tree. That's one measure of damages. I want a tree exactly like the one I had before. You can find big trees and bring them in and plant them. It just costs a lot of money. So it might be that to replace these trees with ones like the ones cut down, could cost a ton of money. So the man here with the account who says he's a friend of the foresters, responding to queries from NorthJersey.com, referred questions to the forester, who would not comment on the estimate other than to say it was slightly exaggerated. At this time, I'm only able to state that 32 trees were removed without a permit. Now, the man who had this done was scheduled to attend a preliminary hearing in municipal court on Tuesday via Zoom, but defense attorney said he needed more time to review discovery in the case, so that was rescheduled for a few weeks down the road into July. The Zoom call was open to the public, and it reached capacity due to the widely shared Twitter thread, which has been viewed almost 3 million times now. The call's maximum limit was 100 people, but another 100 were in the digital waiting room as the hearing was set to begin. 
uh, efforts to reach all of these people were not immediately successful. And so that's the whole story. So a man owns a piece of property with trees on it. A neighbor says, hmm, I don't like those trees. I'm going to cut them down. I saw speculation in the news about why he cut them down. Some people said it was to get a better view of the New York City skyline. That's possible, but we don't know. However, cutting down the trees on someone else's property could get you in trouble. So if you did this in Michigan, I'm simply going to point this out, that there's a law, MCL 600.2919, which is called Damage or Waste to Land, Damages, Injunction, and Contempt. And here, waste means to do something wasteful, not that you're dumping garbage. So damage or waste to land. Any person who cuts down or carries off any wood uh, from another's land without the permission of the owner of the land, uh, it goes on, um, is liable to the owner of the land or the public corporation, if that's where it came from, for three times the amount of actual damages. Three times the amount of actual damages. It doesn't specify how damages are calculated. As I said before, a couple different ways you can do that. Now, it does say, if upon the trial, it appears that the trespass was casual and involuntary, or that the defendant had probable cause to believe that the land was his own, or that the trees or timber taken were taken for the purpose of making or repairing a road, <laughs> shall be given uh, the amount of single damages only. So the trebling is being done to teach people a lesson. If it happened accidentally or, or a way that you have an explanation for, you might only get hit for one time the value of damages. The question then becomes, what are the damages? And so, you know, if you go to a tree nursery, you can buy little trees. You can buy seeds of trees and plant them. Uh, the question then is, how do you replace trees? Well, if you've got some gigantic trees... Those are difficult to replace and quite expensive to do so. And I do know that in some areas, cutting down any tree can become a big deal. There are some cities that have ordinances that say before you cut down a tree of a certain size, you need to get a permit because we like our trees. And that's a different matter altogether because I've always been a firm believer that if I own property, I should have the right to do with my property as I see fit so long as it doesn't become a nuisance to somebody else, right? Okay, so if I have a tree on my property and you like looking at it, that's nice. It's my tree. So if I want to, I should be allowed to cut that tree down if I want to. However, someone else wants to cut that tree down, that's too bad. It's my tree. It's my tree. So we'll see what happens. But keep in mind, again, 32 trees cut down and... It's alleged that this guy hired someone to do it and directed them to do it. I do have a question about a tree cutting service that cuts down 32 trees on someone else's property other than the person who hired them. And I'm not saying they did anything wrong. I'm just curious to know if there was any flags there that would have indicated figuratively whether or not they were on the correct property. I've heard of situations where people made mistakes and they appeared to be honest. But I can tell you there's other examples that did not appear to be so honest. So I've mentioned before a few times, I like to spend time in Michigan's Upper Peninsula. And way up north, a little town called Copper Harbor, one of the coolest places on earth. If you ever get a chance, go visit. And outside of Copper Harbor is a place called the Estevant Pines. The Estevant Pines is one of the last stands of virgin white pine forest in Michigan. Gigantic pine trees that have been here 
for hundreds of years. They're beautiful, they're tall, they're gigantic. And the property got saved by locals who pitched in and raised the money to buy it from the company that owned it that was going to have it all logged off. And they bought it and turned it into a preserve. And now there's a trail you can go out and hike, and it's absolutely gorgeous. And a few years ago, a logging company that had the rights to log nearby was just logging their way across and accidentally cut into the Estevant Pines and just kept going. And somebody spotted it and said, hey guys, um, you're now in a nature preserve. Oops, we're sorry. And they just went out and started logging over there again, you know, where they're supposed to be. And I've asked people about that situation and whether or not they ever got any compensation for it. And the responses I've got have indicated to me that they didn't really follow up on it other than they got it stopped and they're happy they got it stopped. So when you go to visit the Estevant Pines and you walk in and you look at the map, you'll see a map and there's actually a section that's marked with hash marks and it goes, site of illegal cutting. So they put it on the map as a reminder that it happened. But, you know, when you're out in the middle of nowhere, I understand it can be difficult to know exactly where you are with respect to like property boundaries and so on. But when you're cutting near the edge of a nature preserve filled with virgin white pine you need to be careful where you're running your chainsaws that's all i'm saying so and as a guy who's got a couple chainsaws i can say that (laughs) so (laughs) we'll see what happens because the hearing is coming up but keep in mind the man could be facing both criminal charges and civil actions and that is a lawsuit we'll see man had 32 of his neighbor's trees cut down now he could face a huge fine and more Grace Reed wrote that in NorthJersey.com, published it, and everyone sent it to me. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Questions or comments? <clears throat> Still have a little of that left. Questions and comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. I've told so many lies about my age, I don't know how old I am myself.